This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligans website. Griffin, oh my, a defensive mix-up. Griffin got an easy slice. Winslow was trying to help on the handoff. Got stuck. 13 points, 7 rebounds for Blake Griffin. Now here's your host, Alex Dreisick. This is Moose's Mulligans, and I am your host, Alex Streisack, back with another great episode for you here. Oh, look at that! So, a lot of good stuff going on in sports that we get to talk about. Uh, There was also, I had hinted at we're going to talk about the stresses that athletes endure, and we're definitely going to get to that, but first we're going to open up with some latest sports news, and... Actually, one of the first things is that there is no news to report in baseball, really. It's been a very boring offseason with players still sitting like Hugh Darvish, Jake Arrieta, and it's just driving me nuts watching J.D. Martinez because everybody's trying to save money for next year's free agent class and everyone's afraid to give the big contract now because uh, we've seen players that get these five, six-year deals be a problem in their second and third year. It's not even halfway through the deal. So it just slows the market down, and it's really boring. And I don't think anybody wants boring in baseball, as it's already having enough problems keeping the youth involved. So they better find a way for these guys to sign and get teams excited that in spring training they're going to get to see these players. Next thing was there was actually moves in basketball. On the smaller side was Nikola Miritich going to New Orleans to kind of make up for the loss of Boogie Cousins. Doesn't quite do it all the way, but hey, it's a good it's a good little fill for now. The Pelicans are trying the best they can in a tough West. But the move that was surprising to people, and apparently surprising to Blake Griffin since he found out on Twitter, was that Blake Griffin's on his way to Detroit. And for Detroit, I think they see how bad Cleveland is doing. And they think that gives them a shot if they get Blake Griffin now with some of the young talent they have. They can use Andre Drummond. They're hoping Bullock, that pick uh, from Duke, I think went to Duke, yeah. So they're hoping that that can come around. Reggie Jackson can start to develop more. But I I still don't, you know, Stanley Johnson's there too. I still don't think it's enough. I think they're overlooking how good the Raptors, Wizards, and Celtics are. And are more looking like, hey, the Cavaliers aren't really that good. Maybe we got a shot there. Well, yeah. I, I mean, Eastern semifinals. I mean, they might make the Eastern Conference Finals against Boston or Toronto, maybe, if they're lucky. But I don't, I don't see them going very far this year or next year as much. But, you know, tip, tip my hat to the Clippers because I've Blake Griffin's injury history, and that was a l- big contract he signed. They, they start to free up some room for young players in the future. I'm totally cool with the Clippers doing that move. I'm uh, If they can lock up Tobias Harris after 2019 then they're in great shape. And by great shape, I don't mean that they're going to go out and win a championship next year. I mean, they're in great shape to start a rebuild, which is boring for fans to hear and it pisses them off. But guess what? It's just 
a fact that they're going to need a rebuild. And they're taking lessons from the 76ers. Get draft picks, get young talent, and hope they stick around and stay healthy. So, it's Sunday, and it's Super Bowl Sunday. And by the time you listen to this, it might already be over. But I'm sticking my neck out, and I may sound really stupid when you listen to this, but I think the Patriots are going to be just fine. I think uh, Rob Gronkowski being healthy is huge. I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, and we need to stop denying that. Anybody who can prove that he can still perform at an MVP caliber at this point of his career is already setting records that are unbelievable just in the fact that he's not just playing at this age, he's dominating at this age. And if you didn't enjoy what he did against Jacksonville, then I think you're going to enjoy what he's going to do to a Philly defense. Uh, For Philly, it's not their fault, in my opinion. Losing Jason Peters and Carson Wentz is just too much. Too much. They're not going to be able to bounce back from that. That, that to me, is where I draw the line. And if they do, write me all the hate mail you want, Philly. You're really good at hate mail, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Might as well stick my neck out anyway. So you win the Super Bowl, send me all the crap you want about how you won. You know, that's totally fine with me. That'd be a really impressive win. But no Carson Wentz, no Jason Peters, no Super Bowl for me. Man, that's going to sound really bad if they pull it off on <laughs> tonight. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to put my trust in Tom Brady, which a lot of people have done, like Bill Belichick, and it's worked out great. Ask Drew Bledsoe about it. All right, we're getting too deep. Now, in hockey, I just wanted to point out that the Vegas Golden Knights are doing such a great job, and I'm so proud of them because that city went through a lot with the shooting. The expansion team is a bunch of guys who almost work. You know, you kind of feel like you get quit on if you're not put on the protection part of the roster when the draft happens. And they're out to proving. There's guys way overperforming. They've had like five, six goalies already make starts for them that's absurd and they're you know they're slowing down a little bit but i'm i'm really happy with them i hope they make the playoffs i hope they do great and honestly it's a great story to root for i don't know how you can't root for it i think that about wraps up our news around the league uh baseball is not helping me out to eat some time up except for the fact that i can complain about them so we're going to take our quick break here and when we come back Really important to talk about the stresses of student-athletes. I think there's a lot of things people don't realize that happen to them, and I want to bring it up right here on Moose's Mulligans. This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligans website. Where's the guts, huh? the greatest night of our lives but you're gonna let it be the worst oh we're afraid to go with you Bruno we might get in trouble well just kiss my ass from now on not me I'm not gonna take this Warner he's a dead man Marmalade dead Niedermeyer dead Bruno's right psychotic but absolutely right now 
would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside, I'll find nothing but faith in nothing. Alright, back here on Moose's Mulligans. Remind you once again to check us out at facebook.com slash Moose's Mulligans, twitter.com slash Moose's Mulligans, and moosesmulligans.weebly.com. Send in comments, concerns, questions, we'd love to hear from you. So, now moving into the main topic of what I wanted for this episode, I previewed it last week, talking about some of the different stresses that athletes can go under, and... With so much going on with Larry Nasser and USA Gymnastics and Michigan State, and it seemed important to bring up mainly what these gymnasts go through, just because a lot of people don't get to hear the difficult times that they go through and what they have to deal with. So uh, I was curious, and this is from an article... Uh, called Anxiety in Elite Young Gymnasts Part 2. It's by Joan L. Duda and Lori A. Gano Overway, just to give them their credit for this study that they did. And what they did was they looked at the sources of stress that young gymnasts will go through. Now, I was really surprised by this number because the first thing that stresses out gymnasts the most, and it says that it was about 38% of their stress, is performance of skills. So this is like apprehension associated with performing skills that involve, you know, involving learning new skills or performing a difficult or scary skill for the first time in like a meet. Uh, some gymnasts said that they feel stress falling off the beam and doing new scary skills. They feel the stress of doing a series on a beam, doing round-offs, double-backs, hurting themselves from those on a flyaway. It's pretty crazy that the performance of the actual skills what scares them the most. Not that something could go wrong doing it, it's just the fact that they actually have to try to do it. Now the second thing that they go through is the fear of evaluation. It's being watched and evaluated by a number of people like parents, judges, coaches, famous people. It's very it's very interesting. So I this sport is obviously so judgmental. So judgmental that it's literally judged and that makes way biased and it does become in stuff like gymnasts a beauty pageant which ties into the aspects of competition which is about 14 percent of the stress it says being in a competitive environment and having to compete to meet certain goals that the judge wants you to meet and that just gets and that we're not talking just physical goals like we're not talking like you need to do this Double axle flip. No, it's like you need to look a specific way, and if you're a half inch too tall, that totally throws everything off. That's a lot of stress. When you really, that's a lot of stress to go through. So that that for a gymnast, it really they go through so much. Not just risking injury, but if they wake up and they grow a half inch, it throws off their their balance. It, that that's and that if they gain any weight, that can throw off their balance. So we we've seen the physical and mental grind of having to meet the expectations of judges and meet the expectations of coaches, both physically and mentally. And it was really sad to hear that there was a third aspect of abuse that was the sexual abuse, and it just really shows what kind of stress the athletes are under. You know, 
it's such a judgmental sport that you gotta you feel almost at some point so you have to do anything you can to get farther ahead in the sport and uh, I just thought we really needed to address what student athletes and what Olympic athletes also go through it's a very difficult situation and you start to tie into the health risks of lack of sleep and most there was a survey I saw done that most people were surprised that athletes don't get more than one to two days off a week of their sport. I would, you know, <laughs> playing a sport, I think most would agree, getting one to two days off is great. I mean, that's a great week. Most, most are five to seven days as it is. So I, I think there's a lot of miscommunication between those watching the sport and those doing the sport, and a lot actually with those coaching the sport. And we're not going to see growth until both sides realize that the other side doesn't know what's going on. So for the athletes, it's very difficult for them to communicate that this is killing them because they don't want to seem like they're failing at their sport. For the coach, it, they don't realize that they're pu- their athletes are trying so hard that they're pushing themselves over the edge, and the coach is trying to get them in the best situation to succeed, and it all just tumbles on down from there. So the, my big call for this week was to try to just bring awareness to this and say that we, ne- we need to have a discussion about this. We need to we need to move somewhere with this idea of student athletes and with Olympic athletes and with professional athletes. That we need to take better care of them, especially mentally and physically. And it shouldn't even be a question that sexually, that, that, sh- that should not be an issue. That's ridiculous. All right, that's about all the time we have for Moose's Mulligans this week. Thanks for tuning in. And if you have any comments on what we talked about with athletes and the stresses they go through, whether you're an athlete that's going through stresses like this or you know of an athlete going through stresses like this or you think all I'm talking about is bogus and we shouldn't be talking about it because student-athletes student and athletes play the sport and they shouldn't have to go through all this in a sense because they're choosing to play the sport. Uh, I'd love to hear it and I'd love to talk more about it. So send it in. Send it in. I want to hear it. <laughs> Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash mooses mulligans, twitter.com slash mooses mulligans, or mooses mulligans.weebly.com to do that. It's W E E B L Y.com. Phone number for the show is 760 814 0740. And until next week, Money Talks and BS Walks right here on Mooses Mulligans. We'll see you next week. Into the future.